You're listening to The Pipeline Show. Tell me his name again. With Guy Flaming. Who? We're back on The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Another In the Dub segment coming up for our friends at dubnetwork.ca. Staying on top of everything happening in the Western Hockey League as the playoffs right around the corner. Some pretty heated chases to get to the postseason. Lots to be decided. Only got a couple of weeks left in the regular season. Stay up to date at dubnetwork.ca. And my uh, next guest is in is a part of one of those teams that is in a heated race to get to the playoffs. Luca Burzan of the uh, Brandon Wheat Kings. Uh, welcome to the Pipeline Show. Luca, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, uh, but I'm not in a uh, pressure cooker right now. As you guys, it seems like uh, depending what day of the week it is, one day you're in the playoff picture, the next day you're on the outside looking in. As you and I are speaking right now, that's the situation. Red Deer winning last night bumps you guys down to, to ninth, but certainly still right in the mix to get into the playoffs. What's the mood of the team like right now? Um, yeah, obviously, uh, we're in a tight race right now, but I think, uh, the way we've been playing lately, we've been playing pretty confident. Everyone's been, you know, playing their role. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, we've won like, uh, we won like, uh, six game winning streak, uh, obviously losing the PA last game, but I think, uh, that was just due to playing a lot of games and a little uh, amount of time. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, we've been buying into the system and, I think uh, everyone, you know, is going to try to do their best here, and I think, uh, you know, just play their role. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we are, we're on a road trip right now, uh, six games, I believe so. Or um, I think uh, this is going to be huge for us. We come out of this road trip and uh, get a lot of points here. I think uh, it's going to push us and uh, give us some confidence heading into the playoffs. Yeah, six-game uh, trip that you're on right now, and uh, as again, as we're speaking, you're about to go into Calgary, but you're in Calgary now, but uh, you play the Hitmen, and then you're up here in Edmonton to take on the Oil Kings. This six-game road trip happens to be all against the Central Division. All of those teams are the teams you're fighting with to get into the playoffs, so uh, you really can't under underestimate uh, or understate how important this trip is for the, for the Wheat Kings. Yeah, obviously, you know, uh, playing every team in the Central Division is going to be a bit of a longer road trip but i think uh you know we've i think we could uh you know pull it off and um obviously some sometimes you're gonna go through adversity and guys are gonna be tired but i think that's just the way it goes um you know playing a team like calgary tomorrow to start off the road trip uh obviously a team we're chasing and we're right there with it's gonna be a pretty important game and uh, i think uh all the guys are you know ready to go and uh ready to make a push you mentioned uh, the the loss against P- Prince Albert. It's not that long ago you just beat them twice as well. That's got to be a big confidence booster for the team. Yeah, um, I think you know anytime you beat a top uh, top team like that in the league, it definitely gives you some confidence. You know, we had a home and home with them uh, last week, and to get those uh, points were were huge for our team, and uh, I think that helped us. Uh, you know, like I said, gain some confidence, and it just shows that you know. When we show up to play, we can play against any team in this league. Well, and you, you mentioned the the winning streak that you were on recently. It's, it's sometimes it can be a pretty fine line, can't it, between winning and losing a game where one night you you play really well, just might not go for you, and the next night you might not play as well you did the night before, but you come away with the victory. When you guys win and when you lose, how big of a difference is it? Can you really uh, tell uh, uh, when you look at things uh, when you go back and look at the game what you did differently? Yeah, I think when we were on that uh, winning streak there, I think, uh, you know, everybody was playing their role. I think we were just playing simple and not trying to, you know, make things difficult or, you know, 
I think we were just getting pucks deep. Uh, you know, our penalty, our special teams was, uh, were really good uh, as well. I think, you know, when we lose, I think we try to, you know, do too much or we get away from our game. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I think if we just play simple here and obviously, you know, we're on this road trip, uh, you know, we're, we're on a long road trip here and it's an important one. So if we just try to keep things simple, I think it's going to help our energy and, uh, help, help our game as well. Luca Burzan of the uh, Brian and Wheat Kings, my guest. Uh, Luca, uh, tell me about this season for you. It's a, uh, uh, you know, a first one, first full year with the Brandon Wheat Kings, uh, third season in the Western Hockey League. Uh, how has this year been uh, compared to the last couple for you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, this year has been uh, really good for myself personally. Um, you know, obviously last year uh, didn't, get, didn't get drafted, but I want to go into this year just, you know, a little, a little bit of fire in my belly and uh, just trying to prove people wrong and uh, show that, you know, I could be, uh, one of the best players in the league and um, I've been trying to improve every day and uh, you know obviously playing with uh, Cole Reinhardt and Stelio Maceos helps a lot those are two great players and uh, I think this year we've uh, been really good together and you know we're trying to help this team get in the playoffs as much as we can and uh, produce and I think we've been doing that lately. You had 14 goals in your rookie season last year you came in and finished the year with 15 now split between Moose Jaw and Brandon at that time. Uh, how would, when you look back at last year, were you disappointed with the season or how did you think it went for you? Um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed, but, uh, you know, obviously in Moose Jaw, we had a really good team and, uh, it's kind of hard to, you know, get that ice time or get that confidence built up. Uh, I think when I got traded and I was put into a, you know, bigger role, uh, with the weekings, I think my confidence definitely went up and I got, I think I developed more and, Started to play a lot more, and uh, this year, you know, I'm in a big role as well. Um, I'm playing with uh, Maceos and Reinhardt as well, and uh, playing first power play. So I think uh, you know that definitely helps the confidence. And I think I'm just this year. I just went one in and just wanted to play my game and not uh, overthink things as well. Well, so I, when I'm going to go back to the trade for a second, when the trade happens, are you happy about it because it's your draft year? You want to get noticed. Uh, and as you mentioned, you were kind of playing down the depth chart in Musha because it was a team that was loaded up and, and, and looking to go on a run. So kind of a mixed bag. You want to be on a contending team and win a championship, but you also want to get noticed in your draft year. So when you got uh, told you were traded, were you uh, sort of uh, mixed emotions or how did you feel about it? Yeah, I think uh, I think I had mixed emotions. You know, I wanted to stay on that team. Obviously, we had a good team and it was, uh, you know, championship caliber team but I think uh getting traded was was good for me I think it definitely helped my game and uh you know I, I love playing for the Brandon Wheat Kings uh, it's a first class organization and uh you know I I think it worked out pretty well for me yeah no kidding uh, this year uh, I don't know if you're a guy who sets uh, statistical goals for yourself or not at the, at the start of the year but um 35 goals right now uh on a pretty good pace uh and you've already blown past your career best uh, numbers as you would expect in your third season. But, um, this year pretty happy with the, uh, the production you've been able to put together. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think this year I want to go in and, uh, statistically, uh, do a lot better than I have in my previous seasons. I think I've done that. Um, obviously I want to finish strong here with, uh, I think nine games remaining. Um, but yeah, um, I think I've, I've done pretty well this year and, um, I obviously want to have a good defensive game as well. I think that's helped uh, uh, my game 
Well, that's where I was going to go next. Is outside of the 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 numbers, the offensive numbers to get drafted, you gotta you can't just be a one dimensional offensive player. So the 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 defensive side of the game, the the two way part uh, has come around for you this year as well. I don't know if you thought it was a weakness or anything, but you feel like you uh, developed and become a a better, more well rounded player this year. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, you know, obviously, it's good to be offensive, but um, I think when you try to play a more defensive game and um, you know, do well in your own zone. I think uh, your chances offensively will come, and you know, I've tried to focus on that as much as I, I have offensively. Luca Burzan of the uh, Brandon Wheat Kings is my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Uh, tell me just the, the the move from Moose Jaw to Brandon, uh, fairly similar uh, size towns. I guess Brandon's probably a little bit bigger, I, th- I think at least, uh, but both prairie towns, so uh, pretty similar kind of feel. Yeah, you know, got that small town kind of feeling. I think, uh, I don't think Brandon's too much bigger. Um, but, uh, yeah, just got a small town feeling. I think, uh, you know, the, the fans really come together and, uh, they, they love their team. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Now you're a BC guy. So growing up, uh, I think you were around the Vancouver area from Surrey, aren't you? Yeah, from Surrey. Yeah. So any culture shock that you may have experienced, uh, going from there to, to Moose Jaw? You, you've already gotten used to the prairie, but though when you first arrived in Moose Jaw and having winter out here for the first time, was that a, a big difference for you? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think, <laughs> you know, winters get a little crazy, uh, in the prairies, but kind of gotten used to it, you know, minus 40 sometimes, but <laughs> a little bit different from Vancouver. Uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, I, I love it. I love, uh, I love playing in Brandon. I think, um, I like, I think playing for a small town, uh, this is a lot better. Well, and then another team uh, in Manitoba next year. I don't know if uh, if you guys think much about that or talk much about that, but uh, not having the Kootenai Ice, uh, not having to go to BC to play the Kootenai Ice. Now, it'll be a little bit closer. Maybe a, a natural rival there for the Weekings, uh, the Battle of Manitoba. Yeah, that's going to be uh, you know a pretty good rivalry, I think. Uh, with Kootenai moving there, I think that's going to be uh, you know some heated games, but um, obviously that's good for us, having a team that close. Yeah. Um, Usually, I think Regina's three and a half hours away. That was the closest game before, so uh, I think Winnipeg's only two, I believe. Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be a lot better for our travel as well. Luke, before I let you go, why do you think you weren't drafted last year? Um, I think, uh, no, I, honestly, I think maybe I didn't show uh, that I was good enough to get drafted. Um, I think maybe I, I have a lot of things to work on, and you know that's okay, I think. Uh, getting dra- uh, getting drafted is obviously a special feeling, but I think uh, for me, getting undrafted, being undrafted was probably a good thing for me. A little, you know, reality check, and uh, I think, it, like I said before, I think a little bit of fire under my belly, and um, I want to go into this season you know, proving people wrong, and I want to keep doing that. Well, that's the right attitude to have for sure. Did you have a a, a camp invite, an NHL camp invite at all? Yes, I, I uh, attended the Ottawa Centers camp. Great. Well, at least that's a bit of a reward in, in itself. Even though you get don't get drafted, at least you know you're on the radar for teams. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Well, Luca, listen, I really appreciate your time. Uh, good luck through this uh, road trip through the Central Division, and uh, whatever happens, maybe we'll see you in the playoffs. Yeah, thank you very much. I really liked uh, Luca Berzan in his uh, rookie season with the Moose Jaw Warriors. Just thought he was a real tenacious player and had size and, and showed some hand skills as well. Uh, last year, I think he just kind of got a bit lost in the shuffle in Moose Jaw, and then the move to Brandon 
really kind of um, shown what he could have done. And I wonder if he had been higher up on the depth chart. I think his numbers would have been a lot stronger in Moose Jaw. But I I was still surprised that uh, somebody didn't take a chance. Uh, I was still surprised somebody didn't use a a late-round pick, a seventh-round pick on Luka Burzan last year. How good would that look right now? There's a guy who's got 35 goals going into this weekend's play. I think you're going to have to use a uh, a more than a seventh round pick to lock him up this June. Well, that's my take. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Pipeline Show. Thanks to everybody that you heard on the program for uh, coming on the show this week. And thanks to the, uh, the media contacts for those teams as well for putting those interviews together and, and finding time uh, for me to uh, speak with those players and for Patrick McNeil as well. Next week on the show, have a guest that I had planned to have on this week. Uh, his name is Jeremy Davies, plays for Northeastern, uh, the club that uh, just recently won the Beanpot. I wanted to talk to him this week to reflect on the Beanpot win. He's also a nominee for the Hobie Baker Award, happens to be Canadian. So uh, that's why there was no classic uh, NCAA campus report this week, because that was supposed to happen on Thursday, yesterday, and uh, it did not come to fruition. So scheduled to uh, speak with uh, Jeremy early next week so that'll be one of the interviews on next week's show if you have some requests of players you'd like to hear in uh, uh, future 2019 draft spotlights you can uh, let me know send me a note on twitter at tps underscore gi a lot of people uh, did that in the last uh, day or two so i'll be checking off some boxes there as well and uh, keeping up to date on everything happening in the uh, across the chl including the dub and uh, the in the ushl in the states also and this time next week we'll be talking about playoffs across the cjhl so lots to get to next week between now and then make sure that you get out and watch some junior college hockey so that we can discuss it together next week here on the pipeline show till then my name is keith flaming see ya